Rabbi Sai, good morning. A good Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos, Kaidish, Parshas Vayera, Tovshin Pei Gimel. Ah, Erev Shabbos, Kaidish. Such a chash of a parsha and such a chash of a week. And I, it'd uh, be impossible for me not to speak about the, the yard site today of my, this is really tomorrow, the yard site of my Rebbe, Reb Nochem Pertzovitz, Zeichet Tzadik L'Kadosh Levracha. And yesterday was the yard site of Mirena, her of Shach, Zechat Sadek Levracha. And the day before, the yard site of the Chazanish, Zechat Sadek Levracha. And it's also the yard site of Shlomo Kalbach, who was loved and beloved and is still loved by so many people. And we want to speak a little bit about the Parsha. We want to get Chizuk as we usually do. And um, I find myself this week in the Parsha. Uh, stuck. What does it mean I'm stuck? You know, the parasha is so filled with so many, so many different facets of Adam Avinu's life. Uh, you know, from the beginning of this week's parasha, where it speaks about the Maisamila and the Chesed of Avram, and then this, the angels coming, and then the Besura to Sarah, and then the running to, to Sadaim, and the story of of, of Avimelech and Hagar and Yishvoel and then the Akedas Yitzchak all the way at the end and there's so many other things which I might not have mentioned there's so much to say there's so much to look at and it's really in, very hard to encapsulize everything in a short amount of time and I find myself stuck all the way in the beginning of the Parsha in the simple things in the real limud of Avim Avino I think it's really amazing in the end of the day, if you really want to, you want to highlight, you know, Avram Avinu, there's so much to highlight about him. But the mid of Avram Avinu is the mid of Chesed. And that's why I'm saying I'm stuck. I'm stuck in the mid of Chesed of Avram Avinu. So I hope that you'll excuse me, you'll be Michael me. We speak a lot about Chesed today. Today, this week, was also the, uh, the passing, the patira of a great friend of mine and a great friend of Klai Yisrael, Reb Chaim Valken, Zechot Tzadik Levrocha, was the Mashkiach here in Eretz Yisrael for many, many years. And I was able to learn with him in the mirror when he was Chash Avreich, and I was just a Bachar and then an Avreich. And uh, many, many stories are being said about him. I saw that the Ami magazine has a whole write-up on him, and... In the Yated this week, I myself was to go to the Levaya and to hear Spadim, and then to go be Menachem Avu by the Rebetzin. We know each other very, very well. We knew each other very, very well. One of our Neriak of Talmidim B'Yom and Krishna wrote that he was to be Meshamesh Reb Chaim and to take him to Reb Chaim Kanievsky over 300 times, which is an amazing, amazing feat. Ah! So he was also a Baal Chesed. So we're going to say over some stories again, a little bit of rambling over here, but let's first start, start off just with a little insight that I saw. Someone that mentioned this to me this week, that Parshas Lech Lecha and Parshas Vayera, which are really the main uh, time frames of Avma Vinu, the Gematria of Lech Lecha and Vayera is 317, and that's the same Gematria as Avma Vinu, which really denotes to us that these parashiyas are the nukudas of who Avram Avinu really is. This is really the, the, the mainstay of Avram Avinu from the time that he left uh, Orkastim and Choron 
And really, the way we described it last week, we said the Lech Lecha is by Gematria 100, and that's a, a message that when he was uh, 75 years old, and really HaKadosh Baruch reveals himself to him and tells him he should go to Eretz Yisrael. Then for the next, uh, the next 100 years, Avram Avinu, the, the Lech Lecha years, which we see this week, it's the Lech Lecha together with the Vayera, which is really the composite of the 317 years, uh, 317, but that uh, really shows, reflects about what his 100 years of Avodah Hashem was all about. And we try to capsulize it, as we said before, Chesed and Chesed and Chesed. So let's talk a little bit about the Midas Chesed, some insights. The Stam, beginning of the Parsha, the Parsha says, Vayere love Hashem, Hashem appears to Avram Avinu, Mamre, in the plains of Mamre. And we've pointed out maybe in previous years that HaKadosh Baruch revealed himself to be Mavaka Choyle, as Rashi says, and Dafke Be'elon Mamre, why Dafke Be'elon Mamre? The plains of Mamre, because Mamre was one of the three friends of Avram Avinu, under Eshkol and Mamre, that Avram Avinu went to discuss about the Brismila. And Mamre was the one that gave him the Eitzah ala Mila, and therefore he revealed himself in the Chalik of Mamre. So first of all, you always point out that we see that the Torah was so explicit in mentioning Elayne Mamre to depict to us that a true friend was Mamre. Mamre was the one that gave him the Eitzah. Onir and Eshkol, one of them said, don't do it. One of them said to do it maybe privately. And they weren't true friends. If you really want to know what a true friend is, a true friend is someone that helps you in your aliyah in mitzvahs. And that's a great, great lesson. You know, last night I was at a chasna of some of my first Talmudim back in the days in the Vey. I had a lot of nachas, Dr. Avi Blumenthal. And I was able to sit together with my first Talmud, David Slavin, who's a Rebbe in the Vey for many years. And my very Cheshavet Talmud, Rebbe Aaron Prail. And then Avi came over, he said, instead of sitting up the front, he wanted to sit with us. And we schmoozed about their first foray into the world of Torah. When I was a young Rebbe, uh, just starting out, and Baruch Hashem, you see today, so many and so many years later, tremendous nachas from their Avoida. So a true friend and a true relationship is how we can somehow raise ourselves up in the world of Ruchnius. And that's really what a message over here of Eloine Mamre is. That Mamre was the true friend of, of, of Avram Avinu. Uh, they asked the Kasha that, you know, why did Avram Avinu go to ask an Eitzah from uh, his friends about doing the Mitzvah? Kodesh Baruch came in and do a Mitzvah. You go ahead and you do a Mitzvah. So, before we get to the answer about that question, uh, the Shalah Kaddish I saw brings down that we see from here a tremendous Yisod that when a person goes to do a mitzvah he should go ask Eitzahs from his Chaveirim how should I perform the mitzvah? How can I make the mitzvah in a better fashion? And uh, it's a tremendous lesson that the, 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 the true value of the highest order is the concept of a mitzvah. And that's something we lose sight of. We take a look at mitzvahs as like duties. We have to do them. If we would realize that mitzvahs are really the, the bread and butter. Mitzvahs are really the true investments that will stand the test of time, that will be there not only in this world, that will be here in the Olam Haba, 
And therefore, how does a person go about performing the mitzvahs, the Shalom Kodesh says? The Shalom Kodesh says, you go and you ask your friends, how can I do this mitzvah in the most positive, in the most positive fashion? That's lesson number one. Why did um, he ask to do the mitzvah of Mila? Like, what was his hot when the Rebbe Hashem already told him to do it? So the, um, the MS, the, the truth is, Reb Chaim Brisker already points out that uh, why did Abba have to go and uh, make the bris mila only after HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded him to do it when we know that Abba was making all the mitzvahs of the Torah. So there was a, there's a mitzvah in the Torah to do a bris mila. Why did he wait until HaKadosh Baruch Hu commands him to do it? So the famous tarot which Reb Chaim Brisker answers is that a bris is a covenant that goes on between two parties. There's a there's a two two sides to the coin. The bris means the bris between man and a Baruch Hu and a Baruch Hu and man. Until the other side gives the bris into the world, you really can't fulfill the mitzvah. And that's why um Abraham did not fulfill the mitzvah until a Baruch Hu commanded him. Once he commanded him, now that he, there's a bris mitzvah Kodesh Baruch Hu, now the bris can become also mitzvah Avinu. So the, the Shalash says, he doesn't say the exact lum the Shalash, and I'm saying it now, but he says that's really the answer. Abram Avinu was Masupik. What he should do? Should he perform the mitzvah brismila beforehand, before he gets to Tzivuy, or should he wait until he gets to Tzivuy? And this is what Mamre told him. Mamre told him, wait until you get the command from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Shalash Kodesh is really a lum the Shagrach, Reb Chaim Brisker. Ah, Reb Chaim Brisker, I have to say over, and I mentioned to someone this week, uh, this will be, I guess, our first foray into the mitzvah of Chesed, that um, I, uh, I had a miscommunication about a Sheva Brochus that I wanted to attend, which I eventually ended up attending, but Baruch Hashem, one of the great rabbis of Ner Yaakov, Reb Arya Lichtman, made a wedding, married off his son Usher, and many of you might have heard of it, and I was at the wedding, and then I was invited to go to the Shever Brachos, which was at another great Rebbe, the Rosh Koivu and Er Yaakov, Reb Aaron Sklar. Today, they both have the Yeshiva. Reb Aaron is the Rosh Yeshiva, and Reb Aryeh is the Mankal, who raises the money, and both of them should have a lot of bracha. So they asked me to come to the Shever Brachos, and for some reason, the miscommunication was, I felt that it was on, I thought it was on Sunday, and I had gone to the Levaya from this friend of mine, Reb Chaim, Walkins at Sal, and I said to my wife, I have to go to the Shevet Brachos, and I wasn't able to reach anyone, and I drove all the way to Neveyaka, it was late at night, when I got there, there was no one there, because the Shevet Brachos was not on Sunday night, the Shevet Brachos was really on Tuesday night. So, when it came Tuesday night, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it, but I decided, you know what, the reason why I wanted to go originally was in order to show Akar Satov to both Rabbi Sklar and Rabbi Lichman, and to be there, and I was to go to the Shevet Brachos. I didn't stay for the entire Shevet Brachos, but I was to speak. And um, and I, you know, the, the concept was because it was comrade in arms. We were all together in Ner Yaakov. We helped many, many Talmidim. I really wanted to show the appreciation, and uh, it was a great simcha. But when I went on Sunday night, you know, I was really th- said to myself, like, you know, why did they end up coming here? So when I left the house and I saw there wasn't anybody there, I was driving up a dark hill and there was a younger man that was standing there. So I asked, does he need a ride? And he says, yes, I can take him up the hill. I ended up taking him up the hill. And I told him that I'd come for a Sheva Brachos 
a misnomer Shevet Brachas. And I said, now I know why I came. I came in order to be Mekayim a Mitzvah of Achnosus Archim. So I was to take a yid up a very, very long hill, and I took him to a bus stop. And while we were going, I told him over what I had seen just that day, that Reb Chaim Brisker, uh, he used to be the greatest, not only Glamdin, the greatest Rav in Europe in Brisk, but he was the greatest Baal Chesed. And he did so many and so many things for people in the area of Chesed. And one time a, a poor person came to the house, and Reb Chaim himself personally gave him food to drink, to eat and to drink, Achil, Ashtia, and Lina. Then he gave him a bed. And the Yid said to Reb Chaim, There's so many people that you have to Mesharsim. You don't have to bother yourself with me. And Reb Chaim said, No, it's my mitzvah. I want to do it. The following day, when he went to Shul, this, this, this person came to the Shul where Reb Chaim was the Rav. And Reb Chaim told the Gabba to be Mechabed the Yid with Hagba. And right before the Yid was about to get, it was a big covet. He got, you know, he's got Hagba, Hagba Zoyla Sakol. So the, before he went, before he picked it up, Reb Chaim went up to him and says, Do you need help? The Vilsta Zichzal Helfin? You should help him pick up. So the year said, No, Chas for Sholem, I could do it. I want to do the Hagba, do the Hagba myself. So Reb Chaim said, Oh, now you understand why yesterday, yesterday I was also being Mekayim Hagba, being Hagba of a different order. Rabbi said, We're going to soon see so many, so many insights into Chesed. But if we realize, Rabbi said, the chesed that we do with another yid is the most important mitzvah. And it's something which Avram Avinu dedicated his life for. Ah, what do we see from this week's parsha? This week's parsha, we see the Yisoyed of Gadol, Hachnosus, Orchim, Yoiser, Mechabolus, Pnei Shechina. And the Mepharshim ask that where do we learn this out from? We learn it out. The Gemara and Shabbos says, we learned it out from the fact that Avram Avinu was sitting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Vayeru Lav Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu appeared to him in order to mevakar chayle. And then he went out when he saw the angels came, which he thought were people, three Arabs, and he ran to them and he said to the Rebbeinu Al no savor me'al avdecha. And the Chazal learning, Al no savor me'al avdecha is going not on the Orchim, but is going on the Rebbeinu Shalom. That Avram Avinu said to Rabbi Hashem, wait here, I have to go out now in order to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. So we see that it's greater to be fulfill the Mitzvah of Achnos Hazorchim, to invite a person into your house, to take care of him, than Kabbalah's Pnei Shechina. Frekt Rav Shachzitzel, that Lechayru, we could have seen this already in Parshish Lech Lecha. In Parshish Lech Lecha it says that Avram Avinu went with Lot, and as long as Lot was with him, HaKadosh Baruch did not speak to him. It was only after Achari he parried like Me'imai. When Light left him, after he left and he went to Sdaim, then it says, Vashem Amar Avram. Then Hashem spoke to Avram. So Rashi points out, as long as the Russia was with him, he uh, never spoke to him. Now L'Chayra, Avram Avinu understood that if he has load in his house, then HaKadosh Baruch is not going to speak to him. So he should have sent that load packing even beforehand. Why did he wait only until the end, until they had an argument and there was a machlaikis? So what do we see from over here? That even if you're going to lose out on the ability to be able to have a relationship with the Rabbeinu Shalom, but Godol Achnosus Archim Yosef Mipnei Ashkina. And we're soon going to see an insight into what, what's the reason behind that. But before we get to that, Rav Shach Zatzal says an amazing thing. 
he says, L'chayra, so why does, why do Chazal only learn out from our parsha, the parsha of Achnos Zorchim, God Achnos Zorchim, Yosef Bekambolot, Tanei Shechina, we could have learned it out already from last week's parsha, that Avmavina was, was Mekayim, Achnos Zorchim, even though it was greater than Tanei Shechina, even though he's going to lose out, it's a very stark Akasha. So Aviezri says, his yard say was just yesterday, to be a schus for Evshach and for all of us, he says, by light, Avram Avinu was always being the care of him. It was a chesed ruchni that he had light within him in his household. He was always being the care of him to Avodah Hashem. So when it comes to the care of a person of Hashem, that we can understand, that's greater than Kabbalah's Pnei Shechina. But over here, it was talking about three Arabs. Their purpose wasn't in order to, to be the care of them. Their purpose was just to do the physical act of giving them food to drink, to eat and to drink, and to give them a place to sleep. When you might have imagined when it comes just to a simple thing, like just doing a maisa chesed ba'alma, which is not necessarily for ruchnius, then you might think that kabbalas me'ishchin is more important. Kamash will not know. No matter what the matzav is, the, 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 the act is to, in order to help people out. Revolvi Zatzal says, we see from over here, a person might say that uh, why do I have to uh, take care of another person when I'm losing out on my ruchnius? So we see from over here that the main reason why a person was put into this world was not necessarily that he should raise himself up to become like the Pnei Ashkina, to be together with the Shechina. One act of tshuva and maizim toivim is worth more than the entire world to come. The reason why we are placed into this world is to be fulfill the mitzvahs, which is the Olam HaMaiseh, to do things which will help us become greater people. How to become greater people? By breaking our midas, by doing Maiseh Hasodim. And this is the Yisoyed of God, Ah! says the that the Rebbe Shol Salante was in the, once in the middle of davening, he was about to say Kriyishma. He started saying Shema Yisrael, and he heard two gabayim of the Chaver Kaddisha. They were arguing. There was a person that was a mace mitzvah, and in those days it wasn't like you know the, the, the people that had to do the the, the 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 burials. If they didn't get paid for it, it would come out of their own pocket. So the two gabayim were arguing who should go and do this mace mitzvah. Rebbe Shol Salante heard this in the middle of Kriyishma. He was mafsik in the middle of Shema Yisrael. And he ran out. In order to do the mitzvah of Kavrus Hamais, ah, Godol, Achnos Zorchim Godol Chesed, more than Pnei Ashkina to be makabel all mitzvahs. And uh, Revolbi says that he remembers in the mirror in Europe, the Bal Musaf before davening, he was the Bal Musaf. He must have been a Chashvayid. Before davening, he asked a few of the bachim to go find out how a certain bachim was doing. There was a certain bachim that was sick in the yeshiva, and. Before Shmanesrei, before uh, before this Hinnini Mas, he would he stopped everything. We have to go find out how this bacher is doing. Rabbi said, taking care of another year. That's the most important thing. Ah, Rabbi Yeruchim Zetzal, he was on a train. The bacher with him. What did he do on the train? The whole time he was on the train, he was going over to Yidden. Where are you from? What do you do for a living? How's your panasa? He was giving Yidud, if a person, can he give him an Eitzah and how to get a Peshtukal Parnasa? What can he do for Shidduchim? 
Rabbi Sai, the people that exemplified that the most important thing is to help out another Yid. Reb Chaim Kanievsky says that there was a Yid that asked him, what's more important? Is it more important? A Yid comes and he need, you can be kind of Mitzvah Nazar, but you're about to go to Davening. Your mom is on your way out. Should you tell him to wait? No. He says, Tila B'tzibar is not a Chiyah Gomer. It's only a Mitzvah L'Chatchila. But Achnos Azorchim is a mitzvah you have to do mamash midaraisa, and therefore a person should make sure to take care of things. Uh, take care of things means take care of the duties, help out another yid. Reb Chaim Vulcan, Everyone speaks about his serenity, his, his atzilus. I was to know him for many, many years. So many stories are coming out now about his tremendous love for his Talmidim. And I know he was a great Talmud Chacham, but he gave over from himself. His house was open. They bring down a Maisa that there was a, there was a, a certain Talmud, there was a Chassan, and he was busy, and he was supposed to come to the Mashkiach in order to get some Eitzes. And he had a lot of things going on, and he ended up pushing off his, and he, pushing off his time with the Mashkiach, and he ended up calling the Mashkiach and said, can I come later? And the Mashkiach said, Avada. And he said, he mamish came very, very late to the house. And when he came to the house, he saw the mashkiach was waiting by the window to see when he came in. And the mashkiach sat him down and he sat with him no matter it was late at night. Because the most important thing was to be Makaim and Mitzvah, to give idud to another yid. And where did we learn this out from? Lachar, we learned it out from the Pusik says, Vayere love Hashem. Kodesh Baruch Hu came to be Makaim the Mitzvah of Bikr Chaylim. Now, L'chayra was being behind the mitzvah of Bikr Chaylam. Um, so the answer is that Abnavina was sick. So a question was asked, what happens if a person is mamish chusar hakara? person doesn't have any movement. He's laying in the hospital bed. Am I mechuyif to go to be mevakar chaylam? And Reb Chaim said, yeah, we learn that from this, from this pasuk, Vayerolav Hashem. That it doesn't say that Hakadosh Baruch even spoke to him. It just says Hakadosh Baruch appeared to him. So Lachar, we see that there's a mitzvah to mivakachayla, even if you're not going to speak with him, like if a person is sleeping. It's the same thing over here. If a person is mechusara kara, his faculties are not uh, capable of understanding what's going on. He's in a coma. There's still a mitzvah for a person to go to be mivakachayla. And Reb Chaim explains, because the most important thing is to try to help out the person. Either you can help out the person physically, or you can daven for him. And when a person standing in front of a chayl and he sees how sick a person is, then it allows him the ability to really open up his heart and to daven. They say to Reb Chacham Avadi Yosef, he uh, came to the Bimavaka chayl, Rav Yashiv, Rav Yashiv was in the hospital, he just came to the door, and he saw how Rav Yashiv was bizarre, didn't even go in, he just sat there and he started crying like a baby in order to daven, he daven for him. Rav Shleim Kalbach was also a Gavaldika Baal Chesed. I have to say that I heard a Maisa yesterday, they say that he never money, he always gave out to poor people, he would give the shirt off of his back, but I heard that there was a woman that when she was a young girl, she was 14 years old, she didn't come from a uh, from from birth family, and it seems that maybe her fa- her house was uh, uh, maybe her parents were divorced, and somehow she w- was taken to a, a concert of Shleima, 
and uh, after the concert, someone brought him over, brought her over to Shlomo, and said, "This girl is uh, she's basically homeless," and Shlomo said, "I'm going to get you into a Beis Yaakov," and he got her into a Beis Yaakov, and the Manal of the Beis Yaakov said, "I can't take her in. We only have Beis Yaakov kind of students. She's not necessarily a Beis Yaakov student." And Shlomo said he was an old friend of his, and he said to him. I'm telling you, if you don't take this girl in, you're going to burn in Gehenna. <laughs> he said, a very stark lesson. So the person took him in, and Shlomo used to pay money that she should get tutorials. And every Arab Shabbos, for many, many years, until he died, he would always call her on every Shabbos, no matter where he was, in order to give her idut. She ended up being a mother of many, many children, many Talmud She lives here in Eretz Yisrael. And it all came about because of a Maisa Chesed. Rebbeis, as I said before, I'm stuck in Parshas Vayera in the beginning of the Parsha. I'm stuck on Gondol Hachnorsus Orchim Yosef Mekabolos Neishchina. I'm stuck on the fact that the real Maisa Mitzvahs are the Maisa that we do with other people. Look at what kind of great people. The Chazanish, before he was Nifter, there was a boy that came from uh, Brazil. He was also 13, 14 years old, and he wanted to get into yeshiva in those days, in the days of the Chazanish. And the Chazanish was literally, it was a week before he was nifter. They brought the boy to the Chazanish, and the Chazanish called up the Menahel of the yeshiva. Those days that Menahel was, was, didn't even have a bed, and the Chazanish gave the boy money, gave the Menahel money to go buy beds, take, I think, him and his brother into the yeshiva. This person ended up becoming a great Talmud Chacham, learning in the Kola Chazanish for many, many years. And after he was led into the yeshiva, a few days later, he wanted to go back to the Chazanish to thank him. The Chazanish was so weak, they wouldn't let him in, and he was Nifta Mamish the next day. But all the G'dayim that I knew, from top to the bottom, G'dol HaKnosis Orchon Yosef Kabbalah Sfnei Shechina. No matter what, whatever we can do to be Makai of another Yid, bring him closer to Yiddishkeit, that's the greatest thing, that's the greatest mice that we can do. We want to wish a bracha to everybody that this week, Parshas Vayera, Tavshin Pei Gimel, we should be zeichet that the schusim of the Achnosis Orchim, the Biker Chaylim, the Levayas, the Levaya, to be Malave people. So brought down, Rabbi Chaim said, the Indian of being Malave, to escort a person, to show him that he wasn't a burden upon you. He was someone that you really, really appreciate. You appreciate when you have a person coming to the house. This is also a lesson. How do we appreciate? What can we do? Let's take a pick up a person, give him a ride, make a person feel like he's a million bucks, and then we'll be Zoychim Ritz Hashem to Taka Kabbalah's Meshchina. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.